you know about bees? Um, I know you've told me a lot of things about bees, just to name a few. Bees are work in an extreme hive environment. There's a lot there's a big population all working as a team to get something done. More commonly known as working for the queen. But yeah. Yeah. Secondly, bees get jet lagged. Even when they are in a dark environment, if they're moved from one time zone to another, they will go after a set schedule that they have that they had in the other time zone, which will be off. And thirdly, bees are charged positively. Yeah. And they, when they go up to flowers that give off negative charges, not only will they find those flowers because of the negative charge and travel around. But when they trap, they visit a flower, they change the fucking charge. So, so the other bees, bees no, you know, see, I that just, it was already pollinated. Yeah, bro. So bees are working on like a semi-quantum level because they're working with fucking electrons and and neutron and uh no electrons and protons. Yeah. Well, maybe that's because they are on more. Are uh, they are on more of a quantum size than us? They're just a lot smaller. They're just very, but like for real, if you look at it. But you still work on a quantum level too, uh, for certain aspects. Yes, of, but not as just, much as just certain aspects of you. So, like oh, senses. it's not necessarily all. Yeah, like your <coughs> nose and your mouth both can sense the 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 chemical composition of things, including things like protons. That's what makes you taste sour. Did you know that? <laughs> there's two classifications of senses. I'm going to look this up now. I know that there's two classifica classifications of senses, of our five senses. We actually have six senses if you um, count, what is it called? We do have six senses, by the way. How? Um, seven, maybe, I think. Let me look it up. I'm sure people know this. Any, there's a lot of people who... Um, are listening to this, I definitely know what the sixth sense is. I don't give you the movie, I swear to God. Like your sense of place? Cause you kind of Kind have, of, kind cause of. Cause like, like I know where you, the U City Synagogue is. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that on my podcast. Oh, who cares? Um, I know where the U City Synagogue is. Uh huh. But, uh, like, let's say, um, somewhere, but I don't know like sh the streets exactly. Like, I'll be able to find my way around just because I know which direction I'm supposed to be going in. Yeah. Okay, here's a new word for you. This is the sixth sense. Okay. Proprioception. Proprioception? Proprioception. Okay. It's your perception of? It's your perception of. It's your awareness of where you're the limbs of your body are positioned <sighs> and how they are constantly without looking at them. Think well, about that. Because... It, it might tie into a sense of touch, but like, you, it doesn't make any sense because then you're like touching yourself. That's not really... There's this meditation you can do for mindfulness. Mindfulness is basically just a bunch of different techniques that ground you in the moment and make you more aware of what's going on in your own mind. Oh. So one of them is... Um, Contact points, where you close your eyes and you focus on everywhere on your body that's in contact with something. That means where your sleeves end, 
and your shirts begin. Joints? Where your, where your, no, not your joints, tech. Anywhere where you're touching something, your butt on the ground. Oh. Your butt on a chair, your feet on the ground, your elbows on the table, yeah. your fingers together. Oh. Like, whatever is touching, where your shirt ends and your arm begins, like, anything that's, like, So, like, in your contact. clothes that are touching you, I yeah. guess. Your wristbands. Anything that's in contact with something. What about your hair, though? Because technically, okay. yes. What about your eyelids? You can feel your hair to an what extent, but you only feel the spot that it's in. No, like you can feel if it's flowing down over here. Like, you'll feel that. Oh, yeah, you'll feel it touching you. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Is, isn't it? Rob's saying your hair is kind of like an antenna a little bit. It's sti it's sticking in a little hole into your head. Yeah. And you feel it like more, if someone grabs your hair and moves it to the side, you're not necessarily feeling inside of the hair. You don't have any nerve yeah, endings. Yeah, it's just you really have nerve endings in your skin that the hair is yeah. moving. So you don't. F it's kind of like not even part of you, in a way. What do you think the original? Is it dead skin cells? Oh no 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 no. no. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, what do you think the original purpose of having hair was? And I was like, oh, that's super simple, though. We were originally covered in hair, but we are bipedal and we run. Well, basically, it's advantageous to have hair because it protects you from uh, UV radiations from the sun, even though, even if you're getting hot, like, it, it's still advantageous to protect your skin. And it protects you from bugs because they will get caught in your hair and shit. It protects you from getting scratched by like oh. tree branches oh. or just a rough that you're going through um but it's more as human specifically to not have hair because we run that's our we used to be a tracking that's how we, we would hunt we would, we would have stamina that was our advantage we didn't have to pant because of all that hair no. we, ha we could sweat which there are runners. made you able to track for miles and miles when another animal has to stop and pant for a good couple minutes because it's so hot. That is weird for two reasons. Why? Like two things I have to say about that. First of all, runners do that. Runners will shave their head, they will shave their armpits, and they will <laughs> shave their balls. <laughs> Just well, that's also something legs. swimmers do because, yes, that's because milliseconds of, yeah. of time could be the differentiating factor in what makes you a winner or second I got place. those fucking caps. Well, I mean, I might just even shave my head bald at that point. Even more, le more less resistance. No, God. Yeah. And secondly, what was, what's weird is that we are naturally descendants of predators. And we are predators. Exactly. Predators don't usually have, aren't usually the ones with stamina. It's usually the prey who are. The predators are the ones that usually charge really fast and they'll go in for an attack and they'll fucking kill if they catch them by surprise. Yeah, but humans are know, smarter than that. Why we are considered, do you know a proof that we're considered predators just by our looks? Our, I feel like our, our eyes. eyes. Our eyes, bro. I told you this before, right? Prey has their eyes on the side of their head. Yeah, because they need to um, see all around and have awareness. have two eyes on the front, generally. Because they only have to focus on something. They're not necessarily always looking out. Mm -hmm. The weird thing about that is we had, at some point, we had, and there's, there's proof of this, we had hunter-gatherers. Yeah. Which means that the women were gathering and the men were hunting. How do you know? Because that's what was going on. They could tell. Okay. Like there was whatever. Like archaeological 
Okay. Archaeological digs. I Tell dig. you things about what's going on in the environment. I dig that. <laughs> um, so, something that does, by the way, is it makes men more prone to not be able to find certain things. Like, <laughs> like when your mom tells you to go get something from the fridge. Oh my and god. And you're sitting there like, where the fuck is this fucking... Dijon mustard. What yeah. the fuck? And then she goes, then hey, she goes it's, right it's there. yeah, she walks up and looking? in about two seconds finds the fucking Dijon mustard. Or you know it's the worst? When you're still looking as she's walking up and you're like, what the fuck, You guys yeah. both reach forward at the same time. Yeah. You wanna know something interesting? You know how you said I dig that when when I was talking about our archaeological dig? So yeah. there is there's really a lot of different types of people yeah but there's four different types of thinkers there are auditory thinkers people who think in like actual sentences there's oh. visual thinkers people who think in like pictures oh yeah for real there's people who think in ideas oh, okay. like concepts without actually thinking out the words or seeing anything Mm-hmm. And there's people who think primarily based off of emotion. So, if you use certain words, and there's also certain things that they do that that are tells, really? like um, I forget which one. I for, there's a, you can watch a whole TED talk on it on YouTube. There's, it's that. it's pretty fucking cool. And basically, if like let's say you're an emotional thinker uh-huh. it means you're also more likely a tactile person like you'll wear clothes that are more comfortable rather than presentable and oh. you'll just like you'll like like you'll just be a more tactile um okay. focused person and oh. if you say things like oh i feel instead of i understand oh. it no, resonates just, better no awesome. straight up no but it's a subconscious thing that it resonates better with them because that's how they think. And, bro, I'm telling you, it's fucking crazy. There are, okay. thing, there are also, like, there are just, like, things about them that are tells. Like, visual people tend to um, care about their looks and um, dress very nicely. Very nicely. Yeah. Because that's what they view as more important because that's how they think. They, they're thinking in, in just visual all the time. Uh, so they're like, oh, I better look yeah. good because other people, when they think of you, they're thinking of a picture of you, not an idea of you or how it feels to be around you. Right, yeah, for real. Like, it's really kind of trippy that, that that's a thing. Like, I can think of just a concept of David, yeah. like of you, or I could think of, like, how it feels to be, like, interact with you or be around you. Or I could just right. picture you. Yeah, you could do that too. Like, it's kind of just trippy. I think, I don't know, man. Is there a way that I can do a test to see which one I am? There's gotta be. Well, when you watch the TED Talk, you, I've, you'll be like, oh, I'm that one. Like, I figured out pretty quickly. I don't remember what I was because it was like a while ago. <laughs> but she'll, she'll be like saying things like, oh, they don't like making eye contact. A lot. Something which is interesting, You'll just be like, oh, that's like... You know what changed so much? What? Since when? Since I started working at Walgreens. Okay. It would just be hard for me if it was a new person just to, like, make conversation and have things to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because that's just how it is, bro. You don't know someone. But now it's gotten so much easier because I do that to literally every single person that walks up to the counter. 
You're forced to do that. That's the thing. Yeah, but I've figured, but I've figured it out. So I can do it. The thing I like about Waterbury is there's like 200, 300 people there. Oh. There's people I can see all the time. I have no conversations with. Yeah, for real. But there's these random people. They all just meet because, like, I don't know, you're both doing the same thing. Like, I'm, we're both doing laundry. Oh, we're shit. both in the laundry room. <laughs> so then you, like, end up talking to them. Damn. Like, and eventually you just start talking to more and more people, and it becomes a skill. But it's more like you have it more like you're just forced into that interaction, like, yeah. every time you're checking someone out. Yeah, I guess. I mm-hmm. have, like, in, in, in Waterbury, I can... I could just walk out of the laundry room, go back to my room, and be depressed and sit in my room all day and not talk to anyone and not socialize ever. Yeah. But that's bad for you, so I have to, like, go talk to people and, like, do things. Yeah. Yeah. The school also just, like, makes you realize that, like, no one's gonna fucking help you (laughs) in life. Yeah. Like, you just gotta kind of do shit. You gotta do it on your own. I figured that out when I was... I don't know, man. I had a whack high school. Bro, all four years of my high school were fucking yeah. retarded. Yeah, that's true. If you think about... Bro, okay. What, what... So... I was in Minnesota. Yeah. Super Orthodox Jewish school. Nice. And flipped out in ninth grade, got super, super Jewish, and then yeah. said, fuck all this shit, and like... Mm-hmm. A month into tenth grade. Yeah, for real. Okay, then I was bumming around at home. Eventually, I went to public school. In tenth grade. In tenth, and then in eleventh, I got sent to the alternative because I wasn't doing jack shit. Uh-huh. I was just getting high all the time. Yeah. And then, um, I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And tried to get my GED, and then I fucking COVID, so all the high schools and testing centers were closed down, and didn't have online for months, mm. so I was bombing around, yeah. and I was like, okay, in the past two years, <laughs> what the fuck have I done? I was like, I'm 18, I'm a full adult, I'm technically my own person right now, even though I'm still being supported by my parents, I'm technically my own person. Okay. And what have I done for the past two years? Fucking nothing. <laughs> I was like, okay, I gotta go to school. So I came to Waterbury. Wow, that's a nice story. I was fucking retarded, though. What I did. Yeah. What did you do? Mine wasn't as crazy, I guess. Yeah. Ninth grade was kind of normal. I remember at the end of ninth grade, there was this learning program that you would get. Tickets for the amount of time you learned... Yeah. I'm the fucking ass. I learned so fucking long. I I learned so long. A lot of it was bullshit. You know, because I would just stay up that night. (laughs) And who the fuck learns if they're staying up all night? Okay. So I just became like a big learner, dude, you know? And then I popped back into 10th grade. Learning in 10th grade, low-key, was really enjoyable. In a way. I don't know if you ever got that. But learning, like, it's different with the Jewish studies. There's just a spark that you get that it's like you're figuring out a puzzle, but it's. Then you. Then when you're figuring it out, you come to realize how in depth 
it really all yeah. is. And then you just want more and more and it just keeps going and going until you decide that you're doing too much and you don't want to do it anymore. And then yeah. you decide to stop being Jewish, like me. And then that went to the end of 10th grade. I ended up getting kicked out, asked not to come back. Well, no, I got suspended. No, okay. originally it wasn't suspended. I got kicked out. I came, And that's when I came back. And then after a week, I managed to convince them to let me back in. And I came back in after a week. I just, I just pulled up. No one was expecting me. It was really funny. <laughs> Everyone thought I was gone for good. And then I was there till the end of the year. And then there was a fucking... Uh, uh, Thing. Something happened. Yeah. And then I was just doing some bad things. And then he found out. However he did. He has his ways. And then I got kicked out. I was asked not to come back. I was roommates with his nephew. I wasn't even really kicked out, for real, for real. Like, he was just like, do you even want to be here? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, then call your parents and tell them to, to take you out of school. And I was like, fucking okay. And when I told that to, like, my brother-in-law, he goes, oh, he was just trying to get you to be like, okay, fine, I want to stay. Yeah. And I was like, but no, I didn't. And fuck that guy if he was trying to manipulate me into saying I wanted to yeah. stay when I didn't want to fucking stay. Like, that's yeah. fucks either way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the picking and choosing. It's also, yeah, it's just clear he, like, didn't want me in the school anymore. So I was just like, okay, fine, fuck you. Like, why should I be here if you're clearly not into me being here either? Yeah. Like, just the way he said it, too. Like, he didn't ask me, do you want to be in the school? Like, he was like, do you even want to be here? I was like, fucking, yeah, no. He's like, well, okay, call your parents, tell them to take you home. Fucking, I will. <laughs> Thank you, good sir. Thank you for the permission. And I fucking booked, I didn't say bye to anyone. Right in the middle, as people were dominating. I was pulling my luggage to the Uber. <laughs> they were all praying in the big room. I just walked past and out. <laughs> I said, peace, peace. They did that renovation there. They literally doubled the school size of square feet. And do they even and have that, that high of an influx of people these days? I don't know. They, they probably do. It's become pretty popular. Let's fuck that place. That's why the reason, that's why he's picking and choosing, is because the place has got so popular. Yeah. So he's able to do that now. Yeah. Jew school situations be kind of nuts. Yeah. That's, not, that's like the whole point, the whole reason there's a school called the Waterbury Masefta is because... Jewish schools will kick people out and do fucked up shit to kids. Like, they'll yeah. traumatize kids. Like, there was a, there was a, my brother-in-law's friend, um, had, had, uh, one of his teachers, um, fucking empty a trash can on him. Legit empty the trash can on him. He told me last night. I don't remember what he said the, the kid did, but you don't fucking turn a trash can over on a child. Um, 
Yeah. Up. People get like molested. People just get like kicked out of school. They just have like a horrible association with everything about Judaism. So like the whole point of the school yeah. is to have you come in and then at your own pace disassociate with those with those negative associations and create good associations with with learning and Judaism in general. Like you don't have to like the whole like I could pull up to dominating on Shabbos in shorts and a t-shirt and just like no one will give me a second look like okay like there are most the majority of the people are dressed pretty nicely but you can fucking wear a tank top and shorts and like you'll be fine Uh it's like fucking like the coolest place ever they're just like okay yeah you do you bud like you could not go to you could not go to class for two months and like they'll call you and be like, hey, what's up? Is anything wrong? Are you like, what's going on? And they'll like try to help you. Yeah. And like, you know, try to get you to come. Mm-hmm. Like eventually, if you're like legit in your room for two months, like they'll, they'll say something to you. But like, you could just go fuck off and they'll, <laughs> they'll yeah. just be like, okay. they'll just call you up one night. Like there's a kid who, who left, and the rabbi Kaylor's convinced him to come back. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like, this kid basically left and was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go work, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm not coming back. And then like two months later, he was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Rabbi Kalish thinks I'm coming back, and I was like, oh, so you're coming back? <laughs> he was like, um, uh, now I'm like fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, he came back. He came back. Yeah, but. Dude, it's pretty cool. He got yelled at by one of the Gdole Hador. Yeah, like you the leaders me. of the generation. Because because he, his school just takes in like any most kids who just get like kicked out of yeah. of bad places or like hella orthodox Jewish schools for like some dumb shit. He'll just like take them in. So there's like a lot of stoners and just like not the most proactive people. Yo, Pete, what's up? Um. Hey, you you trying to go to Starbucks? Wait, don't don't end it yet. <laughs> I forgot what I was what's talking up? about. <laughs> I forgot what I was. We at Kaufman, my bro. dude. We're like um, we're on a bench, not so far in. You could see us from the front. We're just not at that front bench. Okay. Well, we'll. We'll pull up now. I mean, I'm assuming you might want to smoke a cig. We're both down, I'm assuming, as well. Okay, man. See you soon. Oh. Now I remember. He got yelled at by the leader of the Generation 4 taking in, like, stoners and all the rejects from... What are they called? It's like, you're taking kids off the street. You, You can't be... Like, why are you giving them a place? Like, if you didn't give them a place, they would just work harder and be go into a better school like that's like what would happen Uh, and he was like um if you weren't kicking these kids out to the street i wouldn't have to pick them up off the street you know what i think (laughs) the real issue is you know what i think and guy was like okay no i'll tell you what the real issue is that's valid the real issue is is that they'll just let anyone teach no the real issue is where they you have bad teachers the real issue is at the start what what oh you know what actually for real 
I think it's kind of fucked up how the selection... No, it's interesting. Because you would think that if you end up exiting a school and just dis wanting to dis disassociate with it is because you weren't meant to be there in the first place. Doesn't that make sense? Or you that got could be it too. hurt from that place. I understand that you could get... The, maybe the reason you're getting hurt from that place is because, is because you, you weren't, weren't supposed to be, to be there in the first place. Yeah. And I think that maybe the selection process should be much more refined. Maybe get some special people like how they make matchmaking. Or they like, should make teachers fucking more normal. Cause think about listen, 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 listen. You are you haven't experienced like New York teachers. Like they do fucked up shit because they don't have such a good process for telling if you're a good teacher. Like if you are teaching a kid, like Rabbi Kalish just shows that you have to do it with like there's. There's just ways to do it and ways not to do it. You have to actually care about the person. It can't be, it can't be that you care about your teaching or your or your own personal honor more than this kid, because every individual kid, like you can't, you also can't teach every kid the same, because there's kids yeah. with ADHD and they need to be moving around. Instead of fucking kicking them out every day, and they end up not knowing what's going on. Yeah. They're getting bad grades because they have ADHD. Even if you get them medicated, sometimes they'll still be like a little bit jumpy, 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 or not like the most polite, like not most. They're pretty impulsive. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Um, and you're just like ruining these kids. Instead, you should figure out who's the who actually cares about children yes. and who wants to help each individual child. To according to their needs like like we saw in that video that showed that the school system is exactly the same as it was 150 years ago yeah and it, we especially jews have changed like fucking crazy over where we become much more like intellectual people like we ask more questions now we can't just be told you have to do this yeah. you have to explain why to our generation these days because we can just google shit we can just go out and be like, um, what the fuck are you bullshitting me about? Yeah. Like, you you have to explain things to the gener the current generation, and you have to do it according to their level. Like, if yeah. you're... And, like, because there are some really bad teachers out there, man. There's fucking people who are molesters. There are people who just yeah. do small things that will put you <laughs> off. It'll put a bad taste <laughs> in your mouth, basically. Like... Um, my, my teacher told me he once said that his rabbi had a nice tie. And he was like, hey, nice tie. And he got super pissed at him. He was like, how dare you? Whatever. He clearly was tweaking on some shit and held his own honor way more than this kid's, like, self-esteem. Because if you rip into any fucking eight-year-old, they're gonna hate you, hate everything you stand for. Yeah. Like, like it's so easy to. And then the parents take the school side. Yes. Cause the, cause of the way the school explains it and the kids explain it, the kid will be like, I didn't do anything, and the school will be like, Your kid is the fucking worst kid in the world. It's, it's and ridiculous. Then, and then the the worst part is, everyone's wondering why this kid doesn't like school. Oh God! It's like everyone's bro, like, just look at the root, the source. We need change. Clearly, yes. Okay, I've been saying this for a while. I call it the hard reset idea. 
We need a hard reset in certain areas of yeah. our country. The school and system. even the world. Things like the school system. This is my list I've gotten. The school system, the prison system, the policing system. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But there's that's lots around. of stuff out there. For real. A lot of things in our government. Just need a hard reset. ways, like, just to make it better. And we'll get it, and we'll have to do an old-fashioned vote for it. Just everyone out there. No opinions, no parties, and any of that bullshit. We vote on ideas, and we bring them to life. Well, where's people? Where's those people the thing, the thing about the school system is also, if you can control education, the government does control because you have to be. You have to be um, accredited. Yeah, you don't have to, but which, that's well, you don't have to. But if you want to get a job, Wait. and let's say you're at high school and you want to give out a diploma yeah. that's worth anything, yes. you have to be accredited. Facts. Okay, and the government is in control of accreditation. Correct. Yes. Okay, so they control education, mm-hmm. which controls what everyone thinks. In your society. Facts. Everyone. I guess you're right. Bro, no, legit. Yeah, literally everyone. Besides four foreigners. Yo. Oh, he's probably trying to have a say. Let's get the fuck out of here. No. Okay. We should end it, bro. Yeah, it's been like 30 minutes, bro. This is, was this our longest podcast yet? One of the longest. One of the longest? Yeah. Okay, um, this is David. This is Snowman. Peace, no peace. man, the man with no hand. Two dudes in a park. Two dudes in a park.